Hello and welcome back to the Breathing Deeply Yoga Therapy and Meditation Podcast with Brant Pasalakwa, founder of the Breathing Deeply Yoga Therapy and Meditation School. In this podcast, we answer our students' questions and share information about yoga therapy and meditation with the intention of creating a new paradigm in wellness. Thank you so much for being here. Now let's dive into the show. Welcome. Today we're going to talk about uh, the five pranas, what they are, what they're, uh, a little bit about what their uses are. The reason it's important to have uh, the knowledge of the five pranas is so that we can know the natural state of the breath and the prana current that follows it. Um, and really following these currents is a practice in itself that can uh, bring us great insight into the nature of our relationship with uh, the outer pranic world, which is, of course, the same as the inner pranic world. So it's important that we have a connection to the pranas if we're going to work with prana. So there are five pranas, um, and they move in a different direction. So what I'd like to do is tell you about each prana, the way it moves with the breath. So the first prana is uh, Ajya prana. And sometimes you'll hear it just called prana, but the full name would be Ajya prana. And this is the prana associated, associated with inhalation. So we're bringing the external in, external prana in, and its motion is downward and in. It's associated with the head, and the chest and the heart. And generally it governs respiration and also inspiration, both uh, in a physical way and then also in a more metaphorical way. So that is Adya Prana. We're bringing right, the universal prana into ourselves. The breath comes in and moves down right towards our navel. And and then it pauses, so there's our inhalation. Now, the next prana is samana prana. And the samana prana is associated with the pause after the inhalation. So we inhale, we have the ajya prana coming in, and then we get down to our navel, there's you know the inhalation, and then there's a pause after the inhalation, and that's the samana prana. And its motion is circular, it's, it's clockwise circular, um, you could also think about it as following the path of the colon. So starting um, on the lower right uh, pelvis and moving up and across and down, up and across the left and then down. So that's another way to think about it. But I think the easiest way is like a, a circular pattern around the navel. Um, and you can think of Samana Prada, when you think about it, you should be thinking of, of the belly. Um, if you want to be more specific, organ-wise, you could think about it at the small intestine. But uh, when you think samana, it's belly. Pause after the inhalation. Um, and the samana prana aids in digestion and helps us uh, digest and discriminate you know, good and bad food coming in. And then it also aids in the other input from the five senses. Um, so it, it comes down right from the adya prana and then this is the energy, the prana, right, that 
brings that into the body. So you, when you think about this, you could think about nourishment. Um, you could also think about discrimination because it's in the digestion process where we sort of separate good from bad. Um, and if you think about discrimination, um, it should bring to mind pitta, right? So it's, this is often also associated with the pitta energy. So we have um, ajaprana coming down and in on the inhale, pause, samana prana, nourishment pitta belly that's the things we would think of and then of course after the pause after the inhalation uh, we breathe out and when we breathe out um, we actually on exhalation have two pranas that we work with so this first prana is called udana prana and it is the prana on the first two-thirds of the exhalation now this prana moves upward Right, so it's associated with the diaphragm, right, which is moving things upward, and the throat as the as the breath moves out. Um, and you know, a good way to think about this prana is is we're expelling um, what's not needed, especially when it has to do uh, with excess kapha energy, so kind of mucus and things like that. This way, so you can think when you have a cold, right? That's Udana prana expelling. So that's the first two thirds coming in and out. Now, when Udana prana, this is a kind of major prana. This is the prana that moves upward. And when it's elevated, you would think about it as Kundalini energy rising up the spine. Um, so, therefore, its proper movement is really essential for all sorts of spiritual awakening. So, it has its therapeutic context. Uh, in terms of health, and then in terms of our spiritual practice, uh, the Udana Prana needs to be moving properly. So that's Udana Prana. And then at the end of the exhalation, let's say the last third of the exhalation, um, you have the other prana, which is Apana Prana. You hear a lot about Apana in yoga. Um, it's the last part of the exhale. It's down and out. So you could think about it as um, part of the large intestine. You could think about it related to the pelvis, but especially um, the things that remove waste, so urination and defecation, um, also menstruation and birthing. So anything that moves down and out, that's the apana prana. Um, and importantly, this is the mechanism where we remove excess vata and pitta. Right, so vata and pitta are gonna come out through the uh, apana prana, and then excess kapha moves up through udana prana. So that's our fourth prana. Um, and then we have our fifth prana, which is associated with the pause after the exhale. Now, the pause after the exhale, there's a lot of uh, textural reference, right, to the pause after the exhalation. Um, this is a big moment in breathing practices. Um, so this is another one to kind of pay attention to. Now, the motion or the movement, right, of Vyana Prana is uh, counterclockwise circles. And you can think about it sort of circulating throughout the body and then out into your aura. And your aura is basically uh, the space around you that you feel sort of connected to as you. Right, so we don't just simply end at our skin, but there's more awareness past our physical body. Um, in a more physical way, we would relate 
Viana Prana to circulation in limbs. So everything that circulates around the entire body, you would think Viana uh, Prana. Um, and when we're more aware of the Viana Prana, we're more aware of the space around us and less aware of our thoughts. Um, the working with this prana is often indicated when there's uh, been trauma, uh, especially trauma to the body, um, sexual abuse, uh, or if there's been like you know sort of physical attack on the body, um, because your aura, the space that you can sense around you, right, is your um, sort of like protective first warning instinct. So often, you know, this space. Right, will be kind of um, hyper vigilant in somebody who has experienced those problems. So we might work with that um, when dealing with people with um, conditions related to trauma. So those are the five pranas. Right, so they come down and in, and then they circulate around the belly, and then on the exhale, sorry, down and in, on the inhale, the pause is the circulation around the belly. As you exhale right up diaphragm chest throat and then down right down upana releasing down through the pelvic floor and the orifice is there and then viana prana into our aura and those are the five main motions of the prana as we breathe now ideally um, these are moving naturally and properly kind of just doing their thing um, <clears throat> but they can be manipulated purposely by lengthening inhalations, lengthening exhalations, lengthening pauses, and also bandhas locks, which we will talk about soon. Um, and they can also be worked with by bringing awareness to each of the pranas, you know, as we're working with them in breath. Um, we will use these therapeutically um, by doing that, by bringing awareness to like to all the pranas or particular pranas and sometimes working with the breath uh, in this way will naturally correct some unhealthy pranic patterns so uh, a simple example of how we might work with it is um, bringing awareness to relaxing the pelvic floor on the exhale right in that apana prana um, for something like constipation right where constipation things aren't moving out and there's many, many more applications. But what I'd like to do here is a exercise, and I'd like you to do this with me. And then I'd like you to practice this exercise daily for at least 30 days. It's very simple. It won't take you a lot of time. Um, but once you have it down, um, you could practice the exercise, but you could also do like a smaller version where you notice the pranas as you take natural uh, pauses in your day. So if you're sort of, I don't know, working on the computer, right, doing something, and you could just take a pause and take a few breaths watching the five pranas. In, pause, out, out, pause, repeat a few times, and then you're back to your thing. So it doesn't have to be, you can do it as a sort of more standalone practice, or, you, or and once you've got that, like the thing we're about to do, then again, you can do it uh, sort of regularly, just so your mind is, is on the pranas. And this will be in your body instead of just in your mind. Um, so let's do that. So please um, make sure you're comfortable. Seated position would be great. 
Um, if you can't sit, lying would be fine. Um, but I would, I would definitely recommend seated. So comfortable seated position, let the eyes close. And let's take a full, a few complete three-part breaths. So as you inhale, feel your belly expand, then your ribs, then your chest, collarbones maybe. And then long, slow breath out. Navel moves gently towards the spine. And we'll repeat this breath a few times. So inhaling, expanding, belly, ribs, chest. Exhale, chest, ribs, abdomen. Good, and then we're gonna begin to add the prana. So as you inhale, Visualize the Adya Prana moving in through the nostrils, down, in and past the chest and heart, down towards the navel. Slight pause after the inhalation, right? A circular pattern around the navel clockwise, Samana Prana. Slow exhale, belly moves in, follow the Udana Prana from the navel through the chest, up through the throat, nose, Udana Prana. And then as you continue to exhale, Feel your pelvic floor relax and open with a pana prana. At the pause after the exhalation, notice the space around you where your consciousness ends, outside your skin. And then repeat, inhaling, adya prana moving in and down. Pause, circular pattern around the navel, samana. Beginning of the exhale, feel the udana prana move up. And relax your pelvic floor at the end of the exhale, apana prana. And then feel the space around you as the breath pauses. And then allow the prana to move in and down. Pause, belly. Slow exhale. Up through the chest and throat, up through the nose. Then pelvic floor relaxes. And then move your awareness around you. And let's repeat this process several times. Pausing, belly, exhaling. Prana moves up, end of the exhale, prana moves down. Feel the space around you. Now that you've got the pattern, we're gonna sit quietly. and work with this pattern every breath.
may feel the pranas in different ways. You may feel heat in your belly or the prana moving up and down your spine instead of just with your breath. Whichever ways you feel the pranas is always appropriate. If you're having trouble sort of feeling them, just keep the visual visualization going. Inhaling, prana moves down, pausing, surrounding the belly clockwise, exhaling, releasing up, and then your pelvic floor relaxes, and then just notice the space around you as you pause. as long as you're like when you're practicing yourself. Now I'd like you just to find a few three-part breaths. You can sort of let that exercise go. Long, slow inhales and exhales. And let the breath control go. Just watch the breath move in, pause, out, and pause. Notice how your body feels. Notice if attention has come to any part of the body or around the body from the noticing of the pranas. together in front of your heart. Bow your head to your heart. By cultivating awareness of the pranas, we can elevate our experience by being guided with the natural dance of the prana within us. And in this way, we become better healers. And we become better healers by following the greater guidance that's always, always available to us if we listen. This is one way to access the intuition body, the fourth kosha, by working with the pranamaya kosha. Because in essence, nothing is really separate. Work with this exercise. Become familiar with the pranas in your own body and have just a general idea of which, what each prana right, is doing, what it's for, just from the material in this lesson, nice and simple. I thank you for your practice. Om Shanti, Om Peace. Thank you so much for making it to the end of this episode. Please subscribe, rate, and review our show and help us share yoga therapy with more people around the world. If you think this episode will help someone you know, feel free to share it with them. If you love yoga therapy and meditation, you can follow us over on Instagram at breathingdeeplyyoga, where we share anything and everything to help you advance your understanding of yoga therapy and meditation. 
For more information about our yoga therapy and meditation trainings and programs, visit breathingdeeply.com. See you in the next episode.